0: hi this is joseph arthur thanks for checking out come to where i'm from please support us on patreon patreon.com slash come to where i'm from we are an independent podcast and any contributions you can make are greatly appreciated but i have mine by my bed pretty much all night long usually on some youtube thing that's like feeding my self esteem while I sleep subconsciously like, like your alpha
1: affirmations like alpha affirmations. you are a golden champion you are a champion of gold i'm golden you are great Men you love
0: you baby you love deserve you. Women it. love you you're great yeah I love you. Mm. Oh my god, <laughs> that stuff is awesome. Oh my god, I love I love that. I just discovered alpha affirmations. Dude, I'm it's, super into it. It's crazy. Yeah, that
1: makes me feel more confident.
0: Yeah, it actually works, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it actually does work. It's weird. Drive around it, with it. It totally makes sense. The only you, thing is, you like, have to badger your mind to like go positive. One of them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah, because there's the whole the whole the whole idea of programming mm-hmm. that you know you do your bedtime programming and then you you know you wake up a, a fresher, better you. Yeah, I, I buy into that entirely. I do too. Uh, so go to bed with good thoughts. You are spirit. You are pure mm-hmm. spirit. You yeah. are the host, not the hostage.
0: Is that really one? That's that would be a good lyric. You're the ho- you're the I'm host, making- not the hostage. No,
1: that's a guy. That's a dude. Uh, somebody said that. Somebody said that. Yeah, sort of ish. But you could yeah. make it a song. You know, that's similar to my painting.
2: You yeah. have one of Joe's paintings. I'm not yeah. just
1: Joe's. Yeah, I'm. I'm not just like. We're not just A, a, a guest. I'm a. I'm a client. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm a patron. I'm, pr- I'm, I'm actually, a patron. I'm proud. I've I've dropped your name like several times. Oh, it it's got impact. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so I saw you have
1: really really big uh canvas. In uh, my manager's office, and mm-hmm. I was always really into it. And uh, it's so big that that uh, she can't she can't get it off the ground. <laughs> yeah, this one, these are
0: crazy now. These these are getting big. Mm-hmm. But this museum takeover I'm doing is giving me all kinds of space.
2: We're at Fotografiska New York.
0: Fotografiska New York with Stephen Jenkins. Do you go by that or Stephen? Yeah. You? That's Mr. Cool. Jenkins, Even it's,
1: it's like a German spelling, which I had nothing to do with, but it's
2: it's a really cool space. How long are you here? I think forever. Until February twelfth, when he's playing February that 12th. night as well. Yeah,
1: but but you're gonna just hold on. I, they're gonna drag you out of here. <laughs> I think they're gonna drag me out of here in a straitjacket, yeah. like Trump. He's not gonna. leave I don't think I'm leaving. Like that dude
0: on your couch, you know, you're still here. Yeah. Hey, bro. Yeah. Who produced Screamer? I did. You did? Yeah. Damn.
2: Yeah.
1: Sounds famous. along with uh Colin Creevy, who's our new uh keyboard player, and he did uh um, some of the programming on that a lot of the programming on that track, and he's co wrote it and he has that real like he's responsible for that that kind of open, chaotic feeling that really inspired me. And and we uh Colin and I started writing and then it just made sense for him to join the band and that's why we're just third eye blinds just so good right now mm-hmm. cuz he like came in and lifted everybody up
0: so that's why it got I, I that, love that new part. energy
1: yeah and he's you know he he looks more like harry potter than the the dude who played harry potter does oh. now yeah that's um, fun. And he's got, he's into it too. Like he kind of plays it up. He's got yeah. a Harry Potter tattoo. He has the same birthday. So he has like Harry Potter vibe, uh-huh. which is really weird for- Rock and roll. Yeah. Cause I don't have Harry Potter vibe. And what's your vibe? I don't know. I don't know, but it's interesting. Like, what's your vibe? I thought about that the other day. Thank you, Missy. Thanks, Missy. Delicious. There's the- uh, Thanks James. Thank yeah. you brother
0: um cheers yeah cup of joe
2: great to meet you how do
0: you take your coffee uh i think this is a whole milk latte four shots
1: completely giving up on milk and dairy oh really yeah not me yeah it gives me headaches i was getting i was getting migraines kind of like a couple times a week Mm -hmm. and uh and uh, just tried stopping dairy and that was it the worked. end of yeah. It's like the end of migraines. I have and no like,
0: lactose intolerance. I'm, we all do, darling. No, I'm tolerant. Um I'm super tolerant. <laughs> <laughs> super lactose tolerant. <laughs> really, really I'm tolerant. like I'm weirdly tolerant. <laughs> what's your vibe? You know, I, I know it's the worst that. question ever, but no, you but it's brought a, it's, up it's Harry question, Potter it's vibe
1: it's a, and it made yeah, me think like okay. But it's what's a question I asked myself uh, last week, and the reason why is because. I got a scooter uh, for my place in San Francisco, and I really loved. I like I like the whole mod scene, um, and I like like I just is it a Vespa? Yeah, killer! And it's it's battleship gray. It's the original color Vespa. Nice. And I like like kind of tricking out a Vespa because it's like they're they're for fun. Yeah, they don't need to be all serious, but. In the process of making choices between blacked-out um, accessories or chrome accessories, I had to ask myself who I am. Mm. This be, these always turn into, <laughs> you know, That's like good. they that all goes right down to existential questions. And the truth is that I'm not a mod per se. I I like I've never been somebody who can jump into and say like I am in this club and yeah you don't fit
0: no I don't that's this is a good yeah. this is really deep actually and so that's this is like across your whole life like this right even right. your music is like this exactly
1: and it takes a and and like it's it it's a long ongoing painful process to like to always not fit right and it's really only been recently I where I have said like I like a kind of brutalist minimalist mod um slightly dirty um slight sense of refuge so you went with the blacked out ones yeah nice exactly that's the punch line nice. yeah. oh, sorry. but i really I was really close i was really close to chrome it's the and i just said i'm not because look mods don't have blacked out accessories they don't it's chrome they keep it old school so battleship gray with chrome now you're a mod and you get the mig thing and you get like the specials guy sticker and
0: you get the 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 uh checkered flag kind right. of vibe okay and then I'll, you fit in but you don't fit in I don't so you had to go with the blacked out ones yeah so i'm modded. jason isn't, isn't that wild yeah isn't that wild like uh yeah what, so i don't know like, like what like, my vibe is i don't let, let have me an ask answer. you this like because i i feel like with the not fitting in thing like sometimes i love it and sometimes i hate it I've always it's always been um, a little like painful,
1: um, and then I realized that I like there were other people who who were just slightly ajar to things and still wanting to belong, and then recently, and I mean recently, I went wait a second I am I am the maker of the manners I am I am the creator of whatever this stees is uh and i've always lived in that space and it's always been good
0: yeah and you chose the battleship gray i mean the burnt out ones i mean so like that's a conscious choice at a certain level too like to not fit in it yeah it's
1: the the natural choice and you think that you're actually being indecisive but it's actually what you chose is someplace else
0: yeah 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 yeah, because I keep repeating, this like patterns of behavior that lead me to those same, I don't fit in place.
1: Yeah, that's actually your place. Right. Yeah, and you actually fucking love that place.
0: Yeah. And
1: you are, you are resisting yourself by not
0: actually going like, yeah, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. That's the shit. So like when you picked the burnt out ones, it was like a celebration kind of. A bit, it was some sense of arrival. Yeah, I can feel that. That's cool. What if I hope they what, never
1: get you out of here? What I know. What, I hope it goes to court nah, and nah, you don't show up, and then they go bro. and then that gets extended. You're my it lawyer, just goes dude. On and on and on, <laughs> and then finally they just fucking give up. You guys made such a mistake <laughs> by letting this dude in here.
0: <laughs> right, like it's some weird like apartment landlord law where they have to let me keep it for the rest of time. Yeah. Because I've been in it for and I don't know.
1: Just yeah. Just just atrophy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 28 years from now. What did fame do to like that outsider place that you that you, you existed in cuz didn't that sort of isolate you more but also then kind of like make it be like oh no, I'm an outsider cuz I'm fucking famous? Like, you know what I mean? Like it was almost like a place to sort of hide out from the pain of being an outsider. Even though deep down you still were an outsider. But fame added another weird element to it.
1: What did fame do to your outsider-ness? Is that the question? I guess, yeah. Yeah. Fame to me has been like a uh, like a box that I checked, and um, I really wanted to be famous. And then I got famous, and then I went, okay, I, I there, I did it. And now I want to, uh, I definitely want to like, you know, skip the queue if possible, and I want to get into the restaurant without reservations. But beyond that. I I just kind of want to leave it. I want to be, I like being famous on stage and then like you just switch it right off. There's no other, a- I don't have other access to it. Do I, I don't have a other use for it. And I think people who do are just really fucking intolerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just kind of miss out on everything. So I, I don't have this, I don't have a, I think when I first got famous, it was hard on me and I kind of like lost focus. Like I went out of focus into myself, Uh just became kind of blurry and uh, made me kind of puffy, like energetically, I think. And then I kind of dropped out of that. And then, um, then there was kind of a rebuilding of my own sense of value based on what it is that I actually do um wait say that again my own sense of value based on what i actually do instead of how what i do is perceived
0: okay so you know the same thing so yeah
1: yeah yeah. so for like artists and musicians that's that's so deep what you just said i had a friend and she was doing her first open studio as an artist and um she she she's really anxious about it she's really talented she was um She was an architect and she was on a Fritzker Prize winning team Mm -hmm. uh, in architecture and she's fully, fully into painting now. And she's very anxious about showing it. And She's going to have like galleryists come look at it. And I said to her, they like it. They don't like it. Either way, the most important thing is that you don't give a fuck you yeah but
0: that's easier said than done yeah it's very hard you are the
1: artists they are not artists and they are not the arts community you're the arts community they are helping verbs and you do not do this for their approval and you they are not the arbiter of what's good Mm -hmm. you're never going to make anything good You're always just going to keep making the next thing and the next iteration of it and the next iteration of it. And that's all there is. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the point. And the people who are willing to do that are artists and Mm -hmm. the other ones are not. So, like, you have to, like, you've got to get into that mindset and it's really hard to do. But when you do, then you have have a power that can't be taken away. That's really well put yeah
2: so you don't read reviews and you let all that stuff go totally read reviews (laughs) and i get completely
1: knocked out of it i don't follow any of this advice it's just like right i just thought it'd be good to say yeah well i'm just
3: fucking with
2: you no but like i um, am but that that goes into it same um, with you same with joe where that puts you in a mindset when you all it takes is one review to put you in to to make you doubt everything and those reviewers what do they know really
1: yeah i mean i struggled with that for a while but then but then you know then you arrive at some place and it's that array, that place is like is you know finding that onus of value within yourself and then not giving a fuck it's hard yeah.
0: to not give a fuck yeah how do you keep your energy from being puffy? You said you went through a puffy energy period, which I thought is like kind of a cool way of putting that. Yeah. Like what what what's your practices that keep your energy fierce?
1: So you so it's always about being in alignment with the song. It's always about being in alignment with like actually living your day so that so that you are taking in you're taking in um experience data from the world in a way where you can wrangle with it and if you're just there for you know like the ride or or like like the treats that's when you just kind of like you you get puffy so it's so the way you stay fierce is to stay fucking fierce Mm -hmm. um and be willing to to huck it out there. For me, it's very much in the body. Like, like being, um, I don't understand the, the, the people who abuse themselves as uh like a means to their art. I, I just, I, it doesn't mean anything to me. Um,
0: um, you mean like drugs and
1: alcohol? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like and I like drugs and alcohol I just don't think it's like I just don't think it's like a path to um expression even though it has been for um you know a lot of people I mean Bukowski was a maintenance alcoholic mm-hmm. and um created a lot of stuff but for me it's it's not it's not about that it's about like having a a Kind of a hungry mindset,
0: mm-hmm. and everybody knows what that is. Know how to get it, right? You know. What do you do? Any practices? You, it's dairy, like yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, it's tons of dairy. Now, do you do any practices that that enable that, like yoga and running or anything like that?
1: I surf as like that's kind of my okay. yoga, and yeah. that's my that's my running communion.
0: And, with
1: yeah, the, yeah, like um, the ocean. That. the the ocean uh provides this this totality that i i get a lot out of but doesn't make me really write songs it just calms me down in some way that that makes me happy and whatever level of depression everybody has it 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 just
0: alleviates it when you say it provides a totality you mean it makes you feel complete what does that mean it
1: means that that there's there are all these factors of an ocean so it's this massive body right it's 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 being it's being pulled by the moon at every moment so you're in this you're in some kind of you're in some kind of gravitational pull that Mm -hmm. and look i'm not into this like hippy dippy goop bullshit like i'm not that type but when you get in the water, the salinity is the same as your mother's blood. Mm-hmm. The sound of the ocean, the shush, mm. every culture, every culture, um, women go shush to babies and they're making the sound of their own blood um, um, rushing by when they were um, uh, in floating in sea like amniotic fluid in the amniotic sea. And then you're pulling in this space that you absolutely can't control. So you let go of control, but you can flow into it. So it requires flow. It requires a flow state. Mm -hmm. And then when that, when you see a wave come towards you, that wave, uh, from that moment, when you spin and go for the wave, your mind is no place else. Mm -hmm. Where else does that happen? You have it in fragments, Mm -hmm. uh, playing music fragments in meditation yoga fragments in sex but it's in surfing where 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 you are completely paying attention to nothing else fully in that moment that's true and that that so put that all together Mm -hmm. plus it's like you know your your uh your heart is pumping crazy yeah you're 138 uh bpms absolutely um and you're in this like, you know, you're in this constant state of between fear and grace. Yeah. There. Totality. Okay. Yeah. I and mean, what did we leave out? I guess fire. There's no fire. <laughs> fire in the
0: belly. <laughs> convinced, <sure>. You convinced <laughs> me to <laughs> start surfing. Don't no, surf babe. though, people. <laughs> no. It's, it's over. It's a terrible thing to do. Yeah. It's great. Okay. I've tried it a few times. I loved it. I fell a lot. Yeah.
1: It's okay. It's there's, yeah. there's nobody's nobody's natural. Nobody has an aptitude. There's right. no such thing as an aptitude for surfing. Yeah. Plus it embodies everything that we're afraid of. You know, it's I tell people who like eventually it's like you're 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 diving face first off a building mm. uh into an avalanche uh that can that can drown you. Mhm. And you and you can't do it if you're afraid because then you get stiff so you'll mess it so you have to do it with a little you have to do it with a quarter smile on your face mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that's it.
0: How long you been surfing? Uh, I don't know long time long time yeah Where'd you grow up Northern California Okay, so probably since you were a kid were you surfing? I mean I, I kind of would get to
1: go a little bit but it was only like in the last maybe... Fourteen years that I I really went like I, this is now going to become pillar to my life. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is like foundational. Nice. You know, there's like, there's music, there's impact with friends, there's some kind of of um, g- giving beyond myself, um, some kind of
0: political residence, surfing. End of list. Yeah, would you say it provides like sort of like communion with a higher power? I think
1: that there's a calming nature about being like present and flo- present and floating in the universe. Yeah. But it's also, you know, it's also like I find, I go surfing with my friends and we, we laugh like little kids, mm-hmm. you know, right. like there's this That's kind true. of, a, there's a kind of like giddy, childish, mm-hmm. uh, uh, child, childlike excitement that happens. And, um, I volunteer with a group, called the Jimmy Miller Memorial Foundation. And you, uh, y'all can look that up. Um, they, they take Marines who, uh, active duty Marines and, um, and, um, non-active duty Marines who suffer from PTSD mm-hmm. and, uh, they call it ocean ther- therapy. It's just surfing. We just take them surfing. Right. We just teach surfing. I'm not a therapist. I'm not even a very good surf instructor, um, but um, I know I understand what that that sense of uh, of presence uh, that that surfing brings, and I could just see like what that would do with somebody who's always somewhere else. I don't know very much about PTSD, but one of it is is that you got something else on your mind. Mm-hmm. It's it's like in that that mindset is owning you, right? Right. so you're so you're always somewhere else with your trouble you haven't actually come home you are still yeah you're still on a roadside in afghanistan even though you yeah you you can't get present yeah and surfing brings you into the present that's true that's that's awesome i like being in your studio thanks man i liked it when
0: people were just wandering around like we're in a
1: natural history museum (laughs) we're like some tablet
0: yeah it's so bizarre how how long has it been since you guys put out a record before screamer the covers record uh that we did for the
1: warhol Mm -hmm. museum was a, a year before and then i guess before that it was like
0: three years we did we are drugs and then i don't know wait you did a covers album for the warhol museum yeah that's so cool yeah we were gonna pittsburgh
1: we were gonna start what became the screamer album but but uh we didn't really have the music there and we were on tour Uh in europe and i we we wanted to record we wanted to get in the studio and we had days off in between Tour day so itself, like, let's just go in a studio, we'll pick a song and we'll track it. Mm-hmm. Something we like. Criterion being it's like a song that we like that people don't necessarily know, so we're not gonna redo other people's hits. And um and we'll kinda amplify it. And so we would go in and we really didn't have any criteria but beyond that and was like, What about this song? Yeah, let's do that one. So we'd learn it and then play it. Mm-hmm. Um Turned into an album And How many days in the studio? That record was
0: Like quick? Really quick, yeah But like one track a day? or Pretty more, much a track a day m- but, Or more than one But then no. it was Mixing would be You know Mixing would, would be longer Would you cut more than one a day sometimes? No Okay, one a day.
1: Mostly, yeah. I like
0: that vibe. Yeah, and, and you then, try to like finish it, kind of thing. Yeah, try to like kind of, kind of get a rush good through. rough mix of it. Yeah, by the end. And you, and what That's it did fun. was like
1: you study. You get to study like somebody else's feel and their vibe, or, or like, um, um, Justin Vernon. Uh, we recovered covered one of his songs, and he's got really weird intervals in his harmonies, mm-hmm. and I was like. You know, I should skip these, but I'm actually really curious what he's doing, so I try to figure it out, and then I ended up just kind of like redoing his song. <laughs> um, uh, so um, it 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 kind of puts you in a mindset of of like what uh, you know somebody else's kind of vibe, and like uh, baby shambles, you know that like third eye blind is very. It comes from like like being good musicians and being like the that kind of like mm-hmm. there's a there's a certain sprinkling of like oakland funk mm-hmm. um, oddly enough in it of yeah. like like you know kill the yeah. pocket like we're actually badass and they are just like we're actually really high and we're and right and we are at that that beautiful moment well, where really is about to fall
0: apart yeah but it's like but it's glorious yeah
1: it's a it's a but it's, it's glorious. a glorious disaster like a glorious and we're disaster. like let's try to get in
0: that yeah. so did you guys do it I don't think so. Well, not on that track. Okay. No. But did you make it your own and like good, or you you don't really like how that one came out? I like Baby Shambles' version
1: better. Oh, okay. Yeah. Than ours. Well, yeah, but other the originals though, like,
0: are better. I mean, like it's hard to beat the original. I don't really feel like with covers, it's like trying to beat the original. Yeah, no, I, I I don't think that is. I think it's. I was right. just kind of like
1: we're kind of celebrating them, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but other the other ones we did radically different um, takes on them. Um, uh, we did one by um, this band I love um, from Seattle called. Uh, they're called Chastity Belt. And we saw them in Berlin uh while we were on tour in Berlin and uh my guitar player turned to me and said, We will never be able to play like that. Um, <laughs> um 'cause they're just playing like so they were, they were making so much space for uh for each other and and uh um so we took one of their songs and we played it the way we would play it and then uh and then we had them come out and and play with us when we played Seattle and it was kind of the shit. But it was like it was very different, very you know that's different cool. it was
0: so it was fun to do that album where'd you play in seattle
1: i don't know the enorma dome i
0: don't know dude radio you're about <laughs> to play radio city music hall right that's mm. dude, march that's insane
2: yeah but it's seated that's which sub- is so
1: i love i like i mean it's it's cool to play great. that but like I like it when they have a pit. I wish they could there just pull a, out some. There's a
2: tiny pit. Is there? Just like the first three rows up People front. People will go crazy okay. and run up. Yeah, but everyone stands up. I mean, I've been to plenty of shows where everyone yeah. yeah, but
1: here's the thing. Here's the thing. Would I take playing there over someplace else that, you know, doesn't have seats? Yeah, I would because it's Radio City. So, so like, the, you know, yeah, there, there, there are these pluses. And we're going to be, like, we are going to be tippy-top. When we were, like, I mean, I'm very proud of, of of this band that we don't mail it in, uh, and I've seen bands that do, and it's just it makes me wonder what they're doing. Uh, but when you like, okay, so like the Greeks, uh, they developed the amphitheater. Probably existed before you know Hellenistic Greece but there weren't individual seats in those spaces. So you had, you had these, these rows, um, these semicircular rows, so that people could be next to each other, touching each other, and they can see each other from across. And the reason for this is the collectivity of experiencing music is the point. So we go to music to feel things. We go. Music makes you feel things. The muse it brings alive the muse, and then you and then you're living in an emotional landscape. It brings that to life, right? So you're living in that emotional landscape, uh, one that is fueled by feeling. Songs are not essays, and then you're feeling those things. Wh- you and you don't know this. It's not some. There's just some transformation that that there's some transcendence that that happens. Where you now, like, like when you get high, when you like suddenly, I'm like, I'm not stoned, I'm stoned. That moment, we are, you are feeling these things collectively, and in that moment, we are not alone. Mm. We are actually, we are actually unified, connected to each other, which is a rare feeling because mm. actually you are alone, and you're gonna die alone. Mm-hmm. But here now, we have this sense of uh, actual connection with humanity. Mm seats get in the way of that seats don't help seats don't help no they help you listen so you know we'll play better but when you're all really touching each other like that's why i always tell the, the audience i i tell everybody turn around find somebody and like greet them right so that you act like to foster that sense of connection because you know people at shows they're all guarding their real estate yeah don't step in front of me don't that's you know true. all that kind of shit i try to get past that because once they let go everybody's shoulders relax they're a little bit
0: more able to actually get the feeling that they came there for yeah that's an interesting way to put it i've never heard it like that before so you live in san francisco huh? mm-hmm. and the, like do you have like are you like married or anything like that or i wouldn't tell you if i was oh, okay yeah
1: all right try to keep all that all that yeah. Secret. Just.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. but I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm glad you told me. Like, I, I started getting scared for some reason. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, kind of. I'm scared. Like. Clearly. Just like, you know, I didn't want to overstep my bounds. No.
1: No. It's all good. Um, it's weird. I just, But I've been in public relationships. Like, ones oh. that were very public and like, uh. And uh, I don't see the value in it. Yeah. So in
0: exposing you, any of that.
1: No. Right. I feel
0: Mm-mm. you. Mm. Yeah.
1: So it just I don't I don't just I don't see the plus. I didn't, even not really want, that I didn't even want
0: to ask you, but I just did because I felt like it was my responsibility to. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Is we're in the Do podcast you want two <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean i don't feel that I, like i feel like this whole riff is fun too like so i'm glad we're here you know i'm glad i'm enjoying I myself yeah. yeah but uh interesting that i just had misgivings about asking you that and then pushed myself to ask you that anyway yeah I'm and not then like, got that response i'm not like response, super, not like super guarded about it but right. it's like like it's you know if weird, somebody asked me about politics that's yeah. much more value uh like you know i like wang or yang i mean <laughs> like when if you talk yang. about that i like yang i think i might be a member of the yang gang i like him but we don't i don't know if you want to go down to politics <laughs> rabbit hole. i mean once you start it's really hard i to know not like, but like you know but like, i just like him but i've I don't gotten
1: know. you know i've gotten into <laughs> to to all kinds of trouble because i'll talk about like you know i i believe that we are definitely in a time period uh where you have to take a side um In this country and uh, worldwide, um, that we're, you know, we've begun dystopia. We're living in autocracy and we're living in, we are living in climate. uh, We're in the climate crisis now. It's not coming, it's, we're in it. Um, We're, uh, we're in autocracy. And so I'll talk about, I will talk about shit like that, Mm -hmm. which, you know,
0: bums people out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, you get like, you're always gonna lose 49% either way. Um, and exactly. I'm totally willing to do that but like talking about you know uh, do you do it at shows you know yeah. oh yeah my girlfriend is suddenly just goes yeah I don't see the plus. do I know no I don't think music I don't I don't I think that that. I, I really believe that there's like I believe in the gathering power of music mm-hmm. I believe that that is an emotional um Conduit. kind of collectivity mm-hmm. um and um you you it's it's a it's not a political act in itself. But my music yeah. is all political in some way. Not overtly, but there's always some sort of like internal politics to it. There's the friction between human beings. Well screamer is, right? Sure. Yeah, the whole that whole album is, is about kind of relationships and dystopia, I think, and, and mm-hmm. how we how we um how it brings out something vital in us. And um,
0: even when, even how when we it fail, what brings something vital in us relationships crises crisis. Oh yeah. 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 What else would um, like, I don't feel like Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about that. Like how, like, you know, why wait for tragedy to fall before you like really kind of shift your whole way of being but it's like how else do people shift they don't unless some bullshit some crazy shit happens well what the album screamer is
1: working on right now what it's talking about is is that we're in crazy shit and right. mostly the choice is to kind of void it out um and find something uh, pleasant and, and um uh uh, uh mollifying um Halcyonic um as as a response. And another response is um to be a fucking screamer and to be like to be like your negativity is gonna come up against my positivity. Right. And I'm going to win. Right. And there's an energy in that. Absolutely and I'm, I'm 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 in that category. And yeah. like I like escapist music, man. I like you know, I like um uh, um, Lana Del Rey Like t- Covering uh, uh, That LBC track You know I think it's great But it's like But that's definitely Kind of like You know Like a Like a nostalgic Kind of a like uh, Escape And That has appealed to me I'm just doing On this record Doing something else What would you say You're doing Screaming <laughs> like, yeah. like, like Like saying like Saying like Like Like, I think that, that, um, that these, these times rather than, than calling you to, um, void it out, um, can actually call you into a, a a kind of vitality, Mm -hmm. um, That is that's that's action and I also think that you know we're this is also like in the context of post patriarchal uh uh cishet relationships where you know I I see I see women changing in a pretty radical way and then it's a way that um that it it inspires me it doesn't it doesn't, it provokes me in a positive way.
0: When you say like, okay, screaming to like get into a position more of like self empowerment. I, I want to like, my next thought is like, what do you do to provoke self empowerment within yourself? Like, cause when I think of it for myself, I think, okay, I go to yoga. I box, I run. These are things that are the most like, yeah. and then if I'm like taking care of myself or overcoming some like typical weaknesses and like overcoming some bullshit addictions or whatever like that, these are ways in which I feel like what you just said. But like, what ways do you do feel that? Yeah. Provoke so that within yourself. That's
1: it. And what I would add to that is inertia, okay. meaning like,
0: yeah, like momentum. Yeah. Like,
1: so, so, um, um, we're in moments where, where um, if if you have any sense of, of like collective um, good um, importance um, any sense of that at all um, you're going to be shouted down and if you get yourself like i
0: said inertia so if you take wait so you, well, hold on because yeah. that's a lot what you just said like if you have any sense of collective good collective good you're going to be shattered down yes. Is that what you, that's a crazy lyric for one you're going to be shattered down that's nice i mean Shit. just in a poet poetic sense you can't have it but i'm not i'm not taking it <laughs> but shit's mine. anyway it's yours but i'm uh so what do you mean by what do you mean by that <laughs> If you have any sense of collective good, you're going to be shattered down. What's that mean?
1: So we're so we're living in a state right now where where um, there are there are these big forces at work. Um, so so climate being one of them. Um, we have to have we have to look at. Energy, uh, in terms of not just just personal use, but how that affects the to- the totality. Um, so, but doing that requires change, radical change, and so that will be that will be met with resistance. We're at a point right now where democracy um, is does not serve. It doesn't be. People in power don't think that it serves them anymore, so they're trying to subvert democracy. I'd like to see New York uh, Manhattan turned into one big bike path and like no cars. That's a but. They have a,
0: shitloads of bike paths now. Yeah, we need more.
1: People are still getting. Every street, remember this, every people. Every street has a bike path. Bicycles are traffic, and they're vulnerable. Bicycles are vulnerable, so you should take care of them. Don't be mad at somebody because they're riding a bike. They're traffic.
0: Do you wear a helmet? No. I always do. No. (laughs) Dude, you got one brain, man. You can break an arm, no big deal. can. Your brain? Mm -mm. Yeah. I don't wear a helmet. Well, you need to start. It's not long. If you you get one thing from this whole podcast, it's wear a damn helmet. I mean. Seriously. I think I
1: I ride a bicycle with this sort of like omnipresent sense of paranoia. And uh, I can see better. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I should probably wear a helmet. You absolutely should.
2: What about on your scooter?
1: I wear one on my scooter, same thing.
2: <laughs> it's
1: a davida though one it looks just it's useless, It's
0: made out of cork. <laughs> I don't ride fast though. what do anymore. you like about San Francisco? like you've been there a long time, yeah. haven't you yeah um I always miss
1: it when I'm away. Um I think I like my own sense of of history there i'm I'm pretty pissed off with san francisco right now i think as a lot of people are um um how come well so we're not dealing with homelessness in any kind of useful way and we're be, we're making uh you know people who who we're making people who live there be responsible for it um when uh, they're not so I mean, it's a really hard problem, and you, like, I'm not for this whole thing, like, just boot them out of there. I'm not for any kind of Gestapo tactics.
2: Are they doing that in San Francisco?
1: No, they're not. Um, they're not. Um, but, but it's, it's definitely becoming worse, and, um, it, it, it causes a lot of, of, it causes suffering not just to the people who are experiencing, um, homelessness right in the city um but i'm san francisco to the bone i love it and i i like um uh, the way it sounds at night you can hear from most parts of the city you can hear um uh, seals barking in san francisco and you can hear um you can hear the foghorns at uh, rolling in at night it's really good sleeping weather that fog rolls in almost every night and brings it down to about 51 degrees and it just chills you down. And, um, I like that feeling. I like the way the light changes. I like, um, I like the, the Victorians. I, uh, uh um, I, I like going down streets and always wondering what it was like to be on these streets. I don't ever have that feeling in, in New York, New York, doesn't give a shit New York and I, New York wipes it clean every you know every 20 years they're just like w- that's not what we're, we're not about there's no sentimentality here and i like that about new york like you know um
0: that's not true <laughs>
1: i think in manhattan there's there's truth to that and i and i there's a there's a there's a value to that kind of uh sense but i think san francisco has a real forward thinking quality and you know what it isn't true because i go to williamsburg i was walking up williamsburg and i walk up streets and i go i wonder what this was like in the 50s and then the other day i I got so
0: much personal history like when i just walk around the the village because i've been here 25 years
1: but i was i was in um i was in uh williamsburg and i walked up the street and here's a woman and she's cleaning she's sweeping her bit of sidewalk in front of her little little fence in front on the sidewalk there with those those little steel uh, garbage cans she's speaking polish in Williamsburg to a guy he's speaking polish and I'm like that's what it's like that's what it was like when this was like a polish neighborhood you know and it's still it's still kind of there and like that really I don't know just uh, was was uh inspiring to me you know so yeah you're right it's not true New, New York is not that way um um but it's partly true <laughs> in Manhattan it is. And I think that there's value, uh, there's value to that, that sense as well. Anyway. Yeah. I love San Francisco even when I'm pissed off at it. That's a good song lyric too. Mm.
0: So what's your songwriting process like? Did you on Screamer? did you write all those songs on your own or did you write, co-write with people? I co-wrote, yeah.
1: um, a lot on this record. Um, and I, I, I usually have a, a much more kind of shut down process and it's, it's me with a guitar, um, 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 a notepad or an iPad, um, and uh, you know, recording little melodies into my phone. Um, and then um, they sort of slowly take shape or they come together very quickly one of the two um but this one's open door policy and it was really fun I don't know that that'll happen on the next record I know I want to work with my keyboard player Colin again we've written a bunch of songs together um that I've really enjoyed um but I'm much more open to the process of 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 collaborating because I think I'm less worried about like you know will it sound like me will it would be it you're more confident yeah i think so it doesn't sound like me anyway you know like you keep i keep looking for it to sound like me it'll maybe it'll get there someday but it's it's that's not what matters it's like what matters is that you're you're in the hunt
0: what, what do you mean it doesn't sound like you i think it sounds like you
1: i mean that there's always there's always some sound out there there's some texture that you when a song is really good that you're or or any kind of piece of art that's is good you're trying to like you're downloading it right and um the download's never perfect
0: it's it's a it's an analog download where do you get like inspiration from musically do you like who are some of your biggest influences like hip hop factors in. That's one of the first things I noticed yeah. about you guys and what you're doing was, I recognized that and I liked that element of, yeah. of it a lot. Um, I mean,
1: I heard a Kendrick Lamar track the other day that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I, He's great. I don't. Um, what's her name? Billie Eilish.
1: I like Billie Eilish's record. I like that. Like I like it that it's really this. It's this very claustrophobic, um, all-inclusive world uh, that she's in. She and her, mm-hmm. she and her brother are like really tight in there. And I think I think um, Ocean Eyes is a song that's gonna, will last and last. Um, now I was thinking um, the song's Lark. It's Angel Olson. Um, I really like her um, and um, I don't I don't tend to look back much mm. I mean there's there's music that really like really influenced me um, yeah like when you were 70s young. funk and like when you were a kid yeah Gap Band those beats are very much like ingrained in Gap me band. Yeah. Um, um, Led Zeppelin Mm -hmm. um the kind of like danger and um the the exotic quality of of um of reggae the first police record those kinds of things but Mm. like i don't i don't put those on and play it like you know i i learned to play uh drums on uh blondie parallel lines i still Mm -hmm. think that's one of the you know great recordings and um um songwriting from uh T for the tillerman cat stevens mm. but i don't i don't those that music's not on in my house you know i'm i'm kind of always looking for new music right and never really finding it um mm. like i go to the gym now and i want like super aggressive i want some kind of like like vicious edm sleaford mods something i don't know like get, get dude, send you, me gotta, a, you gotta listen to
0: sleaford mods somebody like send me That's great a great workout uh, music it's <laughs> aggressive it's like sleaford mods sleaford mods remember the streets
2: yeah okay it's Mike like, skinner
0: yeah mike skinner it's like the streets how are you yeah. into the streets i fucking loved it dude okay i loved so it but like it's let's just like go the, on and on about that bro it's like the streets but it's like more intense it's perfect for working out. And it's really smart and aggressive and Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm excited to check that out. Yeah, you're gonna that like that first it. streets record, Mike Skinner, um
0: you know, uh, that, yeah, Pirate Radio Pirate Radio uh Pirate those, Radio material yeah, or some shit. Original pirate material. Original pirate yeah material. Yeah. You're listening to the streets, yeah. Uh fucking that album landed like an atomic Whoa. bomb on my Me head. Me too. I Me loved too. it.
1: Me too. Yeah i mean i yeah.
0: actually um i actually uh uh
1: reached out to mike skinner when we were on tour yeah um how to long said, ago that's uh Recent. we were there in the fall
0: oh, okay recently right yeah he, i think he's on a fall. podcast too now really yeah i think so
1: well yeah i'm a huge fan of his and and yeah. uh i heard him in some interview and he was hilarious in the interview and um um i'm every once in a while i'm like really lifted up and moved by something that makes me go like whoa yeah that did yeah, it yeah that did it the know. first
0: tricky record did it too yeah the first same um, thing um the first strokes
1: record yeah the first strokes record i, I mean, agree but i mean i get I, I i i listen to um to um justin vernon um, yeah that his
0: first record did it too.
1: Yeah, but I mean, his like his most recent record, just that like I really am inspired by. He's he's trying to get off tempo. He's trying to like he's trying to like disguise where the one is, mm-hmm. so that you're more kind of free floating. Mm. Um, and I I find that really like like I'm primarily a drummer and I approach things uh, as a drummer. Um, and i'm like where's one i don't know where's the downbeat in this track and Mm -hmm. and where's the backbeat like and um uh i like it that that he's what's that album called i gotta hear that it's uh it's like i i i i
0: yeah yeah i noticed uh, on his have you listened to um uh marijuana death squad i mm, i'm not sure i've heard the band name why Cause it's just it's just pure it's raucous chaos. Killer. Yeah. Yeah. It, weird. I noticed that Justin Vernon tunes to four thirty two sometimes, like on his first record. I noticed it. Goes up. No, it goes down. Down. Yeah, four thirty two instead of four oh, instead it's like of four forty. Yeah. yeah. You should try that. It's like really insane, and it's a cool rabbit hole to go down through YouTube, like. Exploring it because it's like more beautiful sound waves than huh. 440 is then more Then why are we on 440? Uh, because like the Germans back in World War Two era. Every
1: fucking time. That, yeah, every time.
0: That's why. Apparently, really? dude. I don't know. This is just shit I read on the internet. Because it's more Yeah, like it's just like more like aggressive. Huh. But 432 is like this like, you know, sort of transcendent thing. Huh. I've been tuning in it lately. And I like it. Okay. feels like a leg up. Duly noted. Yeah. I've learned
1: a lot. I want to listen to this podcast.
0: <laughs> well, dude, what time is it? Oh, we still got time. Yeah,
2: we barely uh, scraped the surface with him. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I wanted to ask you, with the fame thing, when, when all that was happening, you're open up for you too. you're opening up for Oasis. Yeah. H- was that, how did how did you take all that in? Were you- was that I, don't another li- check? I don't like
1: being, a, I-, I, w- I wasn't saying that I like being, um, well, you did anonymous I was saying that like like I don't
2: I don't carry I don't known. carry
1: fame around with me like I'm I I become famous when I go on stage and like my right. face my face structure changes right um, and that's like it's me but it's famous Stephen you know yeah. um, and and then that shuts down is what i'm saying afterwards like you know walking down the street i'm not i'm not trying to invite that kind of energy at all and i know famous people who do and they're pretty fucked up um so that's that's what i meant by it yeah yeah and it's funny cuz you'll you know somebody'll come up to you in a in a cafe or something when like you're just in your mode and you can't like them back enough you're you're not giving them the even though you're i'm trying to um i'm trying to i'm trying to like send back the 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 adulation the praise yeah like try to be like be present for that and there's just some some level where you you you're you're not going to be able to to
0: give it back enough yeah you're blocked yeah yeah i find i find myself somewhat weirdly distant sometimes in those situations and i don't know why usually it's after a show and and it but it's like there's this like weird like i don't know after a show that energy that adrenaline mm. that like spikes and then comes crashing down or something yeah how, it does how, how do you deal with that um
1: so we have we third eye blinds towards so much right. that we have uh we just fallen into uh rituals and practices that 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 are just fully based on functionality, so we eat uh, dinner after the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost always sushi. Um, you know, burns clean. It's just it's kind of available, and um, we really don't have anybody backstage uh, right after the show. Everybody's in good spirits. It's not some big deal. It's just we're we spend maybe twenty five minutes get out of sweaty clothes, change into comfy clothes, and uh, have a little meal together. Ha, 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 joke, joke, joke. And then you've, and you've kind of, so you've come out of that dip and then you're ready to like, you know, say hello to people and things like that. That's that's usually what it is. It used to be sort of a heavier crash, but I think it's also because there was noise depression. I think I was listening to music louder. Mm-hmm. Um, what, you wear earplugs now? I wear in-ear monitors and they're, they're not without problems. There's a, there's a lack of, it's all about that exchange with an audience and having that be as tight and connected And for me as sober as possible. I never drink or, you know, there's no, there are no kind of drugs before a show. It's all about like we're actually right here in this and that's what makes it transcend. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm 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 better with kind of like that post show depression and the post tour depression, mm-hmm. um, uh, but it's still we take you know 25 minutes or so and 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 chill. Why? What do you do?
0: Yeah, post tour now I just get right after it. Like really? Oh uh, yeah, I'm just like straight away into yoga the next day. Like I don't hesitate at all. I'm, yeah, because I know that's like a vulnerable time. Yeah, post tour depression. Yeah, otherwise <laughs> you're
1: going to be like watching. Nature programs, yeah. The daytime, like,
0: yeah, (laughs) yeah. Eating, eating ice cream, holding yourself tightly, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Post shows, I don't know. I just ride it, but it's, uh, you know, usually you're taking photos or whatever, and I don't know. It just puts you in like a certain kind of zone. But I'm good to take a photo 25 minutes after. Yeah, you wait. I've had my edamame yeah i don't do that maybe i should do that you should but everybody would leave the venue if i did that <laughs>
2: not, not if they want to see you drive enough. safely yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get,
0: get, get home safe yeah yeah i go out there and sell that merch uh you know
2: so you have a podcast so your band has a podcast yeah
1: we have a podcast um it's very unlike this podcast it's it uh uh it's we you know, we were talking about uh It's the anti we about like podcast. what do you do after shows and what right. I what I didn't say was that uh You do a podcast. Some, some nights we just podcast, yeah. That's it's cool. called a Pot of Wine. It's on the places where Is it live? podcasts are. It's uh yeah, it's not live, but it's you know it really should be edited. It goes on and on. It's really it's just it's free form. People wonder what it's like to be backstage at at rock shows. Right. And so this is us sitting backstage, uh, drinking sake, eating sushi and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, chit chat. <laughs> so
0: it's that it's kind of that twenty five minutes of post show, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's it. That's cool. So do you just record it on your phone or like how do well, you guys do, record? It, right? or you do it? Right. Are you do it right? Multi camera. Oh, OK. Yeah, I
2: watched one last night. It was oh, that's great.
1: cool. I'm going to check it out. I mean, it's not that right. Like we don't well, have the SM7. Well, but you, you,
2: you don't, you don't do it on Whatever. your iPhone is what I mean. Like you do what it kind right. of mics? I don't know what they Not are. that it matters. Like you they, know, they got nice. Just mics. you got mics. So
0: that's there's cool. mics.
1: You can talk into a microphone. Yeah. You can wear uh, headphones on our podcast. And there's, uh, they're all fixed
0: cameras. So it's kind of like prison cam. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, and, but it's the entire band. Who edits it together? It's not really edited. But like somebody's editing between shots, right? Like yeah, Chris. Chris so Chris Chris does that our guitar player yeah shout out Chris yeah he's he's uh <laughs> he's the a of the bunch <laughs> he's that, there that's who, that's who <laughs> yeah. puts our shit together yeah. over here
1: but it's fun to yeah it's fun to do and and uh it's just kind of amazing though that like like um uh, people are are watching our podcast because we just like we're just really literally just chit chat
0: but that's what all podcasts are all the best
1: ones are just chit chat i think yours is kind of gets down to like what's like the philosophical significance to this like where where do we get into like a yeah uh like a like a try to take it down deep. to a deeper point yeah i'm pot of wine one thing
0: i can assure you is there's no deeper no, point no deep point no <laughs> okay yeah well this one doesn't always have to go deep but it does and yet, tend that yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good podcast.
3: <laughs>
0: you think so? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm happy you came, man. Yeah, it's good to be in your space. Right,
2: so, next is a tour that you guys have coming up with a stop in New York in March. And after that.
1: Is it Hawk My Wears time?
2: Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> just a little Screamer <laughs> bit. Screamers bring tour. What are you doing is on your, sale. What are
1: you doing in New York yeah. right now? Go to your place where you get tickets wherever that might be
0: and if it's sold out sneak in are you doing like promo right now or what do you what what brought you to new york this time um i'm just kind of doing a
1: whole bunch of stuff but i'm not doing any promotion right now oh, okay for it it's um um uh, just kind of working on a bunch of other things um i'm actually going to do a little bit of writing too um it's it's fun because i'm like starting this this spring tour up uh, for screamer and we're going to play a bunch of uh new songs but then um i'm in this mode of of writing right now right we'll be spending like we sound check every show for maybe 45 minutes um and it's not really a sound check we actually just use it as kind of rehearsal time and we'll and recording no
0: we we just like it's, like it's that better to not REM album, New Adventures in Hi Fi, they like recorded it at soundchecks and stuff like that.
1: No, we don't actually record it. We um, um we just we just play get it um, down. and things they slowly take shape without pressure. Um so we'll we'll be kind of workshopping a new record at sound check and um, that keeps things, you know, snappy and lively as well.
0: So you're you're in a sort of a creative like flow state right now with the music maybe more so than you have been in yeah, a while Yeah for sure
1: I mean I've definitely spent I've definitely spent time um in a um in real real stuck places uh where I
0: can't focus What was uh, the what was the cause of that
1: Um to to get to uh, Ursa Major, um, I think it was six years between those records. Right. And I went and worked on, I produced other albums and slowly began working on a record, but I was really distracted. I think I was kind of re-evaluating... Um,
0: Your purpose.
1: Myself, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I come out of a um, a, a really um, just there's kind of a big relationship transition and was it like a toxic relationship kind of thing aren't they all <laughs> um, Fair and, play. They, um <laughs> and uh so yeah and but you know if i if i could have advised myself and there's i've seen other people who are in you know like where they were whatever you want to call it like whatever cliche it is slump stuck writer's block whatever Mm -hmm. whatever bullshit it is dark night of the soul yeah don't do that (laughs) yeah just you know what like because because the thing is like it's like when you become a critic of yourself Uh there's no there's that's not a creative space right and it's not a rock and roll space right like that 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 rock and roll mindset is it's pretty thoughtless.
0: Yeah. You just go ahead and make it.
1: Is yeah. it good? Is it bad? You're not Is afraid. a kind man? You're Does not, he have plans? you
0: doesn't afraid fucking to, matter. You're not afraid to suck. You're that's, not thinking. That's rock and roll. Like you, yeah, you, you're not. You just go for it. Exactly.
1: You just huck it out there. Yeah and i really agree with that and then go make another one yeah exactly yeah
0: or like what andy warhol says he says like while you make while everyone tells you or like make art and then while everyone tells you how much it sucks make more art yeah exactly i love that yeah like to me that's like the you know and then bukowski don't try don't try you're right on his it's on his tombstone
1: keep keep staying in that and that takes a kind of discipline
0: in it itself. takes. There is certain, no try. You, you have just to do. elevate the way you feel about yourself to a certain degree to get to that place of sort of nihilistic, not giving a fuck, which is kind of ironic, I think, because if you're too, if if you're like self-esteem is really like suffering, it's harder. Like the, your, your the impetus to be that internal critic and not and be that worried person, worried about your like your you know exposing this painting for instance you know like you have to like i feel like you have to be at a certain sort of elevated space i know this to not give a fuck
1: i know this chick uh who just to push back on that and she has i think a really pretty bad feeling about herself Mm -hmm. she's got big hit on the radio Mm -hmm. right now what's her name yeah i'll just leave it <laughs> um and uh and it's it's really good and yeah. um and um but it's but she's and she's certainly suffered from a lot of uh writer's block but then she's just like fuck you and she's like this kind of cry from the soul mm-hmm. uh and so you know that's a way of doing it as well right but like if you could just it's like it's like, look, it's just a tune. It's just this song. Uh, it's I, I get I obsess over lyrics, and I, I really struggle if it's not exactly just right. And mm-hmm. I don't even know why it's right or wrong. I just know when when the lyric is f- fits in in this slot, and when it doesn't do that, it unravels the entire song. Mm. So that what make, takes me forever in, in making albums is actually getting the 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 lyrics right for me. Mm. You gotta like you gotta make the time. You have to get in the mindset, write the goddamn lyrics mm. and and then and then let
0: it be. And let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll do it again. Right. That's so true.
1: I've said this before. I
0: think it's harder the older you get though. Like that's what I mean. Because when I was younger, it didn't I didn't need that old, like elevated self-esteem place. Like I was just like fucking crazy and doing it, you know? But the older you get, I feel like sometimes it, like there's, it, the game changes internally for me anyway. Here now at the tender age of 27,
1: I can say that I'm, mm-hmm. you know, ready to roll. You're already 27, I'm 26. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah just stay at it now that, yeah. yeah. Now yeah. that
0: we're at this older age. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, splendor in the grass. All right, man. Great to meet you. Pleasure. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me on. I really Thank enjoyed you, it. All right, everybody. <laughs> Hi, this is Joseph Arthur. Thanks for checking out Come to Where I'm From. Please support us on Patreon, patreon patreon.com slash come to where I'm from. We are an independent podcast and any contributions you can make are greatly appreciated.